Hi, everybody. My name is Ravay Sinclair, and I am excited to let you know that if you're a birth worker and you need to send your clients to a reliable educational evidence-based course on childbirth ed, on breastfeeding, on comfort measures, I'm your girl. Send your clients to www.birth-connections.com forward slash services, and we can get them registered for all the classes, all the basics, breastfeeding, feeding your baby, the basics. That's happening one Sunday a month. Melanated childbirth education for those who are BIPOC and having a very specific experience in the birth spaces. Melanated childbirth education is one Saturday a month. A complete childbirth education series for anyone is happening one Tuesday and Thursday of one week a month. And then a cover measures uh, session happens in the evenings on one Wednesday a month. I will get you all the schedule. It'll be in the show notes. But send your clients to birthconnections.com forward slash services for all your parent child education needs. Talk to you soon. Hi, everybody. I'm Ravay Sinclair. Hey, I'm Denise Bolds. And we're here to help you doula that. Do that. <laughs> I Welcome. Love that. <laughs> Welcome to the the leadership edition. Okay. (laughs) So, so as we were, I know, as we were getting ready for this episode, one of the things we uh, wanted to do was to review some things that we see happening on social media. And of course, as I go into the group where we had like a lot of discussion, the post appears to be gone. (laughs) <laughs> oh, she deleted the post. Oh, we all hate that. You know, the dirty deleting because it doesn't oh. help us to um, it, like in this situation, we want to uh, talk about it, talk about what happened more so and the lessons that can come from it. And we can't direct you back to the original post. So you don't have to take my word for what happened. We want you to see it for yourself. Um, I do have a few screenshots, so maybe we can add those into the show notes, but um, I don't have the original, like the initial posts, like the language of the initial posts. Um, I do have instead, I have the initial commentary. I didn't even bother to go back and um, screen, you know, kind of preserve all the commentary because it actually for me was pretty negative. And I didn't, you know, and I only screenshot it so I could share it with you. So we can talk about it. So at any rate, I feel like I only have part of the story, um, at least of the thread. And so we wanted to direct you all back to the link, but we're not going to be able to, I don't think. So let's say this. It There's a post. There was a post in a Facebook group called Doulas of Color. And in that group on February 6th, in the middle of the day, around one o'clock, a post was created requesting referrals, like or people from central New Jersey who could support a... I would say um, a high profile or celebrity um, birthing person. So this person was looking for referrals on behalf of another person. (laughs) It's already convoluted, right? And so people, doulas were doing what they normally do. If they knew knew someone in central New Jersey, they were tagging them in the thread. And there was a doula who tagged another doula, an agency owner in the thread. And the original poster said to the very innocent person who was tagging, bringing in one of her colleagues, someone she works with and respects very much, who works in central New Jersey. Uh, the, the original poster said to that tagger about the, the, the person who was tagged, she said, I'm sorry, but 
bleep, 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 doesn't respect how I show up in the birth space. I don't think she'll want to hear from me no matter how high profile the client is. So you and I were actually on the telephone talking in the middle of the day, just minding our own business. <laughs> I was going to say something else in front of it, but minding our own business. And you got, you got tagged into this. And then we mm-hmm. went to see it in real time. We were watching right. it in real time in the middle of the day, y'all. And yes. it was kind of crazy to see, um, like to see that comment, this innocent doula was just tagging someone who she knew in central New Jersey and her, the response to her, well, uh, let me say this the response that the, the original poster was giving to all the people who were tagging people to say, thanks, I'll DM you, I'll DM you, I'll DM you, I'll DM you. Instead of saying, hey, thanks, I'll DM you. And then privately say, hey, yeah, I don't think this person is gonna respects how I show up in the birth space. Instead of right. doing it privately, privately, she did it publicly. And so we're all reading this and it's like, nope, I'm sorry, but so-and-so doesn't respect how I show up in the birth space. I don't think she'll wanna hear from me no matter how high profile the client is. So the person who was pulled in and tagged and now is being spoken about in a negative way, blindsided, was living her good life and got tagged innocently by someone who wanted to make sure she had a referral or a recommendation opportunity. Um, she comes in to this comment and replies and says, it most certainly is not an issue of respect, but authenticity. My doulas work professionally and discreetly. The client would be served well. A referral is simply that, nothing personal. And then the original poster comes back in this public thread and says, no, I'm sorry, but it is most certainly personal. And if I can keep it real, I do so well, despite your thoughts of me. This entire industry is based on personal connections. We serve families with genuine support when we make real connections. That's exactly how I show up. It's what I teach and how I train. I clearly encourage doulas to work with, to doulas to work families That was her mistake, not mine, to work families that are a good fit and don't show up thirsty for the coin. Do you need a drink? As you stated, your doulas, in quotes, and those who know me know how I feel about agencies claiming doulas as my doulas as they make money off of them. We have a term for that in these streets. Oh, Uh, God. (laughs) I'm sorry. He just banged on the door like that. We have, we probably would offer an awesome service. I'm sure they were professional and would show up as such. However, I'm okay with deferring this opportunity to someone who at least regards my authenticity. For me, I don't think a person is authentic. If I don't think a person is authentic, I don't want their connection in any way. I don't fool with fake folks, period. Just because an opportunity will bring a coin for my agency or quote unquote, my doulas, I will pass. That's just me. Um, if we don't vibe on that level and I'm not authentic, then surely we won't vibe on making referrals either. You don't think I'm genuine or real in how I show up in the birth space, but you'll take a referral from me. Now, how fake is that? Miss me with that one. Take one. Take this response with a grain of salt, but I was being real when I saw saw it was you that was tagged. You don't fool with me any other time. You drag me on Facebook then you are willing to accept a high profile referral from me. That's a real pimp move right there. But I'm not authentic with the laughing emoji. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just like it was a lot for me to read that. It was just a lot of energy in the middle of the day. All of this about a referral, right? Which my, my initial thought was, okay, just keep it moving. Just pass it by. Somebody tag this person. You don't want to refer to this person. You can say why privately, or you can just say nothing and just not do the work, right? Just kind of keep it moving. But it was just a lot of words. And that wasn't even the end of the thread, y'all, which is why we wanted you. I didn't keep screenshotting because I don't have time for all of that. Um, but, yeah. and it definitely went back and forth, back and forth between the two of them with these very long, um, you know, trying to make their point uh, <laughs> uh, threads. And um, it was sad to see. Okay, so what we're seeing are two leaders in the in the birth worker community to black leaders going back and forth on a social media platform being very negative and nasty like nice nasty to one another and i think it threw me off to see it in the in the middle of the day when we're all working and just kind of living our lives and it was just so sad because it was a really positive thing you got a high profile person pregnant looking for birth support how that's amazing that's what we want right it's Correct. the very thing we want and somehow I got twisted into something like negative and sinister and violent. It was violent to watch um, because again, it was a multiple thread situation. It was terrible to watch. And I'm just a member of the Duels of Color group, right? I didn't wake up that morning wanting to see this kind of exchange. And so, yeah, I just wanted to lay it out kind of what we wanted to talk about because I think it spins into our conversation around leadership. It spins into a common conversation about how we work with one another and professionalism and the impact of this kind of conversation. Because we were just witnesses, we weren't participants, but the impact of this kind of exchange and interaction on the people who watched it. So I don't know. What do you think, Denise? Well, you, you know, first of all, when you make a post on social media, social media has a role and function to get information out there to people and to, to generate something, some type of activity, whether it's wealth building, hiring, um, an event that you need to know about in your community. Social media does have its role and function. And when you misuse it by putting up a post and then when someone responds to a tag, you don't like that person, now you're taking that very generalized post and you're focused now on directing some passive aggression because you don't like this person to the masses, to everyone. Instead of having this one-on-one -on -one conversation, you've defeated the purpose of what social media is supposed to be doing. Yeah. I mean, it's the spreading of the negativity. In the last episode, we talked about that. Like, don't just come to me. <laughs> like, You can just actually right. come to me and we can yeah. have this conversation if if it's necessary. This was a conversation that didn't feel like it needed to happen, definitely in the way, in the space. And oh, definitely yeah. at that moment, you were asking about a referral, get the referral. Okay, right. the task. Right, exactly. And, and, and you know, if these are two black women. And, you know, if, if you felt some way about somebody, then pick up the phone and have a conversation with them. But to put it out here in front of a, over, you know, thousands of members in a, in, a, in, a, in a Facebook chat, and then these members are gonna see what you're doing and take it out onto their threads to talk about it and to screenshot what you said, initial poster, and you are 
in that person's state making money in their state and you have an image to to maintain, but you're not maintaining this image on this very hostile Facebook thread. Well, so now you're, you're harming your own business. You're harming yourself more than in this person that you're trying to be passive aggressive towards. Yeah. And I think, you know, without even knowing all of that, we're just watching two people in the, you know, who's supposed to be professionals. If people know their names, they're like, oh yeah, I know them. They do business. They, you know, and it's sort of like, is this how we act as leaders? Is this what we do? Because both of them could have kept it moving. Both of them could have decided not to do the dig. Both of them could have decided not to do the comment and leave us out of it. I guess I'm going to just lead with this. Leave me out of it. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. really want to watch your difficult conversation. This yeah. was not a, this was like a difficult conversation gone wrong. This was not actually how you have the challenging conversation to say, hey, I understand or I heard that you spoke about me in not so nice of a way in a public space. And I want to address that. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about that? That's a do it in private, clear it up. This, the way this unfolded was the way we don't want it to happen. At least this is my opinion. I would rather not see it happen this way because- 4,900 some people were involved in this if they That's saw right. the post and it wasn't necessary. I think these revealing conversations, these hard conversations or difficult conversations, they can, they should happen in private or with very few people in the circle, very few people. And those people should be supportive in understanding of the situation and be invested in resolution. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I, this was a conversation I didn't need to see. And I know everybody says you can keep scrolling. You can keep scrolling, except when the thread keeps popping up in the middle of your work day and you're like, whoa, this wasn't even about furthering our work together. This was really negative. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Was. So I feel like, um, you know, I would like for like when we bring forth examples in our podcast, I think it's so helpful to see like what things are going really well. And then also to point out things like, can we not do this? So right. I'm just going to ask, you know, because we have a platform, we have a space, just going to ask us to elevate. Absolutely. I'm just going to ask us to consider elevating, elevating this conversation because I was just a witness to it. And it was really a negative. It was a contrary experience. It was very unpleasant. Yeah. And we didn't need it. None of us needed it. Right. Like we could have all lived our whole lives without it. No, we so. didn't need that. We didn't need that at all. And as, and as black women, um, you know, th there's so much tearing down. There's so much, um, uh, there's just so much of, of drama happening and it's not helping black maternal health disparities. It's not helping black birth. And when you use social media, there's a chance that a post you put up, somebody who you don't want or don't like or whatever is gonna respond. There's a chance that's gonna happen. Either you could delete the, the tag, the post, or you can, you can hide it, um, but you don't have to put all of those other things up there. We didn't need to see all of what took place here on that thread. And it, and it was disheartening, especially for these younger doulas to see that. Yeah. Or you imagine, so we know both of the people, right? Imagine how disorienting or negative it would be if we didn't know either one of these people. Right. And we're like, what is this mess? What is going on here? Right. And not to mention the person who tagged the person saying, oh, she's in central New Jersey. She might be able to help. 
thinking she was doing something benevolent and kind only to now thrust this person who got tagged into this person's arena to receive all of this passive aggression and hostility. Yeah, um, yeah, you you did share with me that that young doula who originally tagged yeah. the, the mm -hmm. business owner felt really bad. She had bad. no idea what she was walking into when she tagged her mentor and the person who she thought fit the, the query of the post. Oh, this is a this is a great doula. You know, she's in Central Jersey. I know her. She's my mentor. She provides great service. Let me tag. Let me tag her. And she tagged her, and the shit hit the fan when she did that. And I could only imagine how that young doula must have felt that you know she inadvertently walked her mentee, her mentor into something hostile. Yeah, a negative experience. Yeah. So yeah. that was not cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think it reverbed. It had some impact that that conversation on a lot of people. And um, I wonder, I don't know if the post was deleted by admin who finally got around to seeing it. Um, I did note that by the end of the day that the original poster turned off the comments. She did. She couldn't take the heat in the kitchen girl so she turned off the comments <laughs> yeah it was just unnecessary because yeah I, I imagine people would have given her feedback like hey girl take this somewhere else you know, yeah so, exactly don't start something it won't be nothing that's all there is to it you don't have to do, <laughs> have to do something like that you don't have yeah, to do something good. like that because this was simply a business query that's all i'm putting it out there i don't know who's going to respond i don't know who's going to be tagged but you know if somebody is tagged that I don't really care for, like I said, there are options for you to to, na to navigate that better, especially when the original poster is now employed in this person's state in okay. a very high profile position and you want respectability and you want to be treated a certain way after showing your ass the way you did. I don't yeah. know. But here's what I love, you know, <laughs> so we're not having this conversation with y'all the way we had it that day because oh. it, it was a lot of hooting and hollering when we, as we were watching this, because a lot of this was ego between both people. Right. We really watch people leave with ego and we all know that that's dangerous. That's just like not a place for productivity for people. Right. And so it's really a great example of what can happen when, when people don't keep their ego in check. Um, so there was a lot of ego leading and kind of like coming for you, coming for you. And they both could have de-escalated it. And so that's the responsibility and role that we have as leaders is to manage ourselves. And sometimes we, hey, we're, we're human. We're not perfect. And sometimes right. we let it go um, and it can get really bad. What I, I think um, when we were talking, you know, I'm of the Malcolm X uh, philosophy that some chickens came home to roost on this one. I know you're like, what are you about do, to say? Do, do do tell us about the chickens, Revenge. Okay, do I'm just saying, people, people, both of these people put out some funky ass energy over the last few years. I have seen it. Low key, high key, public, private, both okay. of them. Okay. Both of them. You know. And I do so know. I'm just sitting back watching, like, oh, you're getting your karma back. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. And we all get it back. Okay. So I'm not, I'm trying not to put out bad karma now, but I'm, you know, actually what I'm doing is truth telling. So I'm in line with 2024. The energy <laughs> of 2024 is, oh, wow. Okay. You see how it feels. Right. You see how it, how it feels for this heated energy to come your way and for you to be mis, to be mistreated. So the original poster is a person who is a backstabber. <laughs> 
She's not loyal to anyone. Not loyal. Not and as loyal. long as you sit around and you think that like, oh, she ain't did it to me. It's just a matter of time, y'all. But see, we see the evidence. We see oh, yeah. the evidence. And the Lord said, vindication is mine. Just keep watching. She's going to ruin right. her own opportunities. She's going to take her own house down. Right. You right. don't have to say or do anything. And right. so for me, watching it was really interesting on a couple of levels because I thought how sad how sad to use the platform this way, how sad right. to use your energy this way, right. how sad to um, it, like make people feel like, oh, I just walked in on a private conversation. And I think we should take more responsibility as leaders. This is the whole reason why I'm bringing this up is we do owe um, other, the culture, the birth worker space. And when you have um, years in this space and you have people who follow you and trust you and know you and like you, um, it's you owe yourself, you owe your brand the responsibility to like to respond accordingly, especially in public. Uh, we need to, it's funny that the word authenticity came up in that thread because it's like, yeah, you need to be authentic. You need to show up the same way in this space and that space and that space and that space because that's what in, in authenticity, but also integrity. Um, that's how it's defined. Yeah, so, there's a time and place to snatch edges, quote unquote. There's a time and place for you to snatch somebody's edges. And that was not the time or the place. Yeah, it wasn't necessary. And I, I do, I am definitely a fan of this energy of calling people up and out right. and, and, and asking, calling people up to a higher behavior. I am absolutely in that space because when you and I had, uh, when we were released from Dona unceremoniously with an email uh, and nobody, people did write letters and, but when I look back, I wonder how much of that was for them. <laughs> them trying to understand their relationship with the organization, whether they should trust the organization, because my God, right. an organization that would do something like this is right. not an organization I want to be a part of. And if they'll do it to them, they'll do it to me. I feel right. like a lot of it was um, really self-motivated and that's okay. Um, accountability right. is accountability. But I right. think um, we have now created, and I shared this with you in our, in our talk, there is a an, a, a an environment right now where folks are not being held accountable for their behavior. We have watched folks be bad, be terrible, be rude, backstab, do all the things uh, it, with no explanation, Ugh. no accountability. The, the our culture, our, um, our I would say in the doula world, we've allowed it, and so this is what you get. You get somebody who can come up into a group, five thousand people minding their own business. We're supposed to be using this platform responsibly. And you basically tell somebody you run them down. You snatch their edges or whatever you want to say. Mm -hmm. And they went back and forth. And it was, it was, um, it was not a good look. It was not. <laughs> it, it was, was not, not a good, a good look. look. So I think there, you know, my commentary is a, well, some of this is their own energy coming back at them, but it's also like uh, an indicator that we have we have lost our way in this birth space a little bit because we haven't held one another accountable for our actions. And right. I, I don't have necessarily an answer, but I do feel like we should be calling people in and calling people up in terms of how we treat one another and how we do business and how we navigate this this stressful terrain of trying to, you know, keep moms and babies alive and thriving in the birth space. So I don't know. Let's do better. It's, it's, it's a tough slope. Um, but yes, to do better is fine. Um, but I do feel that uh, Black people as a whole have always been brought up 
Don't put your business out in the street. Let's keep our stuff in house. What happens in here stays in here. And you can't do that. You simply cannot do that. It, if something is dysfunctional, if someone is wilding out, it's time to call them out and say, let's shut this down because it's going to go on to another person and it's, it's going to be even more pronounced than it was this time. Yeah, it's almost like we created a monster, right? When I was a child running amok. Yeah, yes. when you didn't get called out on this and you got away with it and you were still able to do your business and make money. So now you think now your bad behavior just gets bigger and bigger. We talked about this um, before with the doula who or the childbirth educator who took folks money, six, seven, eight hundred dollars. Oh, seven hundred dollars a seat. And a I piece. think I saved space on social media, said, hey, have any of you had this happen? Nobody wants to come forward and call this person out. And she's still out here. Oh, now so she's in my backyard. Now she's in Atlanta. In Atlanta now. Working as for an organization. As a midwife. Uh, yes, <laughs> as a midwife. But working for an organization, doing events, promoting ourselves, and has never been held accountable for the multi-thousands of dollars that she stole from Black birth workers. Yes, $17,000 GoFundMe fundraiser to help her be a midwife. She stole $700 a seat for childbirth education certification that she never provided to those people. She shut down the email address. She shut down the webpage. These people could not get restitution. It was horrible, horrible. Those people lost all their money to her. And so when we talk about, so this plays into just our role as a doula, like we have to be trustworthy. We need to be accountable. We need to be reliable. And if we're not exactly. doing it on the professional side, it's not enough to just do it in your private business. You really got to call, you got to do it on the, on the business side, in the, in the birth world, in the professional side. And again, you know, I've said this, it's okay for people to get a second chance. Okay, I'm, I'm here for people having second and third chances and changing and growing. Maybe that doula who took those people's money and didn't provide the childbirth ed class, who's now here, you know, teaching with a reputable organization, maybe she's different. Maybe she's grown and she's changed and she's matured. But what we do know is she hasn't reconciled that rift with the, these individual buyers, these individual doulas. So these birth workers are in our community, not trusting anyone or having a hard time trusting one another because of this, you know, very, you know, sore experience that they've had. And yeah, it is a black and white thing, Reve, because we had it happen almost the same time in a white community. Somebody had my name out here saying that I was going to be part of a retreat. And they used my name to, to draw in ticket buyers. And the white doula community came back to me and said, are you going to Puerto Rico, Denise, to be a part of a retreat for doulas? And I'm like, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> I have no such knowledge of anything of what you're saying. They found out this person was fake and they shut her ass down quick and in a hurry. Yeah. And she called her out on it. And she could she she couldn't come back. Couldn't come back. But see, we as black people, we were we were brought up with this premise. Don't put your business out there. What goes on inside stays inside. Don't snitches get stitches. <laughs> Don't say anything. And you know, it's, it's true. And it's like, you you can't do that. You can't do that because you have people who are out here. My Some of my own people are out here harming our people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you we got to The thing that you and I experienced with donor happened with a Black woman who was not elected by the donor members, who's not certified as a childbirth educator, but she's out here training doulas in a or very, very low bar way. She's out here claiming that she helped the New York State doulas get their Medicaid certification. 
and she's got the Senate testimony up on her webpage like she did something. This woman is falsifying information on top of falsifying information. When is it going to stop? When are the Black people going to come together and say, enough, call her out? Revae and I are calling this person out, but I don't see anybody else really calling her out. Yeah, and, I, and, and, and let me be clear. I'm not naming names because I don't have time to go to court. I got businesses to run. So oh. I'm not here trying to go to court because that'll be a whole mess. And I'm here for it, though. I'm here for it on some level. But I mean, if I can avoid it, and most people know who we're talking about. You can figure it out. Exactly. You can find you it know, out. She was, a, she was a Black president who wasn't elected into the largest doula organization in the world. You know she wasn't elected. You know she backstabbed us because she wanted her face on the on the magazine cover of a white doula organization. You know that. Oh. oh. Okay, y'all. <laughs> and I'm not... Listen. We are happy people. We are yeah. happy in our lives. We have, moved, yeah, we, moved, we have moved forward. And, and some people might be like, why do I keep bringing it up? Because when, when you have a moment like that, when you have an experience like that, that is so seminal, so pivotal, it is, uh, you know, it's something that you keep bringing up. But we, we not keep bringing it up because we're sore about it. No, I'm not. I'm bringing I it up because it's First of all, because the Facebook post that I'm talking about, she right. wrote and she right. got some bad behavior and y'all letting her run them up. <laughs> That's just, still, still. because we have created an environment where you don't have to be accountable for That's bad right. behavior. That's right. And so this is going to continue until people start calling people up and out. This is what our version, because this is our, happens to be our podcast. We get to call up and out. I'm not speaking to that person uh, because that person is going to be who they are. I'm right. talking about you all who witnessed it to when you see stuff like that, uh, hold the admin accountable. Hey, get on this post or, or even in the thread say, Hey, wait, 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 what's happening here? Decide what you want this cultural experience to be and contribute to it. Set a That's standard, right. help us set a standard for how we want to operate with one another. People watch two leaders who were very, very committed, get dismissed with no explanation still to this day. And people are still a part of that organization. People are still promoting that person. People are still attending their classes, even though they're not certified in lactation, childbirth, ed, or anything else, except they're a trainer for that organization. That's and they barely, they barely earned that training, barely made it through that. Oh, girl, don't make me tell, don't, don't let me, don't barely make me tell the truth. Don't make me tell the truth on all of that. And at the same time, um, I realized people are very connected to that person because if they feel like they opened up a whole nother world, like birth world to them. And it is what it is. But listen, you watch the snake bite. And that's what I kept saying to you. Why are we surprised? Because a snake bites. A scorpion. I wasn't surprised at that Facebook thing. post. I, wasn't, wasn't I mean, yeah. But some people might have been like, oh my God, oh my God. And we did see some, of some we got some commentary from folks that are like, oh my God, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. The thing is, a snake bites. So yeah. recognize, you know, what's going on in the nature of the, of the beast and act accordingly. And at the same time for everybody else, which is what I'm speaking to, is let's elevate. Let's call up. Let's That's do right. better. That's right. right. Okay. We're going to talk about leadership in the next one, y'all. Uh, I want to wrap this up, but you can find us not only on the Facebook page and as well as the Doula That Podcast uh, Instagram page, but we are on YouTube. You can actually Yay! see us. I know plenty of y'all are watching us, but you can actually go to YouTube and see us. The facial expressions are totally worth it. 
Come oh, it is. YouTube, it is. Come, come over to YouTube. All right, everybody. We'll see you in the next episode. Make sure you do that. Do that. Hi, I'm Denise Bowles, founder, owner, and trainer of Black Women Do VBAC. Do you need a training, advanced doula training, to help your skills as a surgical doula, a VBAC doula, or induction doula? Please go to blackwomendovbac.com and click on our website to get all the great information of our next cohort. We have several trainings coming up here for Black History Month, and we'd love to see you. Thank you so much. Follow us on Instagram at blackwomendovbac, and also follow us on Facebook, blackwomendovbac.com. Thank you so much.